No Capping Podcast, where we bring to you the lifestyle, the insight and the culture alongside some wavy special guests whilst we sip on a bit of Havana Club. You know the vibes. Come join me. No Capping, we are in the building. Shout out to every single person every single time. Yo. 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 I need to give some insight to this, yeah? Presenting wise and podcasting wise, if it wasn't for you, I would have never got into this shit, you know. Swear. Yeah, from conversations that we had from back. Because I remember there was one time where we was working and you said to me, bruv, why are you here? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, you're not a producer. And I was like, what do you mean? I've probably taken it like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, bruv, like, you should be presenting. And then I was like, hmm, should I? And then, yeah, from there... Now we're here, man. Do you know what's funny? That sounds like most conversations I've had with people where yeah. at the time I say something to them and they're like, is this girl mad? Like, what's she talking about? Yeah, and then yeah, later yeah. they're like, you see that conversation we had? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't lie. This is definitely one of like, my main OGs, though. My main OG, Sian Anderson in the car. <laughs> what? Go on. My doggy, what's you know. What's happening? Chris the Capo. Hey, what do you say? You've been hitting the gym. You know, just, you know. I've turned pescatarian still. Okay, that, yeah. So I've turned pesky and just been eating green planting and fish and press ups in my house. Okay. Yeah, man. Lockdown business. Ish. Mm. How's lockdown been treating you? I loved it. Amazing, isn't it? Oh, I loved it. Amazing. I loved it. I know it's not a good thing to say because <laughs> I'm fully aware that people have been suffering and struggling. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, I yeah. came off the internet because I was enjoying lockdown so much. I didn't want people to think that I was actually, like, you know, here for it to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Uh, it was great for me, man. Do you know what's the worst part of coming out of lockdown? Is when there's motives, you have to think of fake excuses and why you don't want to go to it. No, I was never going in the first place. Seriously? Oh my gosh. So when people shout at you, do you just say straight away, I'm not going? They don't shout me. People people noticed, yeah, over the years that unless I was being paid to DJ at the motive mm-hmm. or it was my close brethren, yeah, I was yeah. not turning up. I was not going. Swear. There was no way. You've never hit them with the maybe couple times yeah. but the maybes go to the people whose events I actually do want to go to so Donch yeah. when he threw his club night I don't even know if he even invited me but when all my friends were like you coming I was like maybe and then yes I went and the same with Damn Shack Shack's house when yeah. it was Brixton Jam mm-hmm. I'm definitely going there because it's around the corner so there have been a couple club nights in recent years but yeah most likely to not attend so people just don't even bother but the good thing is I'm always on the guest list if I do want to Jeez. So that's... Do other people use it then? Oh, it's happened before. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to any dance, yeah? <laughs> and I'm just going to say, yeah, my name is Syed Anderson and just hope you're not going there. And it's, yeah, 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 cool, cool. It's happened before and someone overheard the person say that they were me. Swear. Yeah, and they called me and said, someone's just come in under your name. So what did I do, Chris? Did you call them up? I went to the event. <laughs> So what happened to the person that they have to end up paying in the end? Do you know what? We're not friends anymore <laughs> since that day. Oh, and mad. Yeah, it did become a bit of a big thing because their attitude about it was terrible. Their attitude about it was really bad. And yeah, man. Did they rock up their bearing towel? Listen, I'm Cyan Anderson. Let me in. And do you know what was bad about it? Yeah? yeah. I was in two minds about whether or not to actually go to that event or not. Okay. So when the person called me and said that, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like, hang on a minute. And because you know those events where it's finishing, doors close at nine, you can't come in after. I had already said, if I come, it's going to have to be after nine because mm. I was already at another event before then. So when I got the call now to say, someone's coming as you. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah, when yeah. you do actually turn up after the time and say you're you, they're going to say, no, no you're, yeah. you're already in there. I was like... But that's when you can pull out the oh, Google tip. Mate. You tell them Google. No, I didn't need to. I, I went there whilst everyone was there. And then... But I went by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went by yeah, myself. Yeah. I didn't go with everyone. Like, all my friends, I said, stay at this event. Mm. I'm going to go there. After an hour, you lot come. Because I didn't want it to seem like I was going there on any bully boy tip. But I did need to speak to the person and say, what you just done was inappropriate. Like, yeah. don't do that again. So with the person, did they... Were they still outside by the time you got there or were they already in a dance? They were in a dance. Okay. And the thing is, it wasn't a person's fault. Mm. It was a person who told them, use this name. Okay. Yeah. That's who I came. I came for the person who said, yeah, you can come, yeah, use that yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, Man said it with bare confidence yeah. as well. And, and me and the person already didn't like each other. So it was like, why well, have you done oh, that? So- yeah, it was bad, man. It was bad. It was <laughs> bad. So yeah, don't do that. that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Shout out the bridges that have been burnt yeah. still. Um, before we go further, we need to take a shot. Okay. Um, what do you want to take a shot for? Like, um, I'm going to take a shot for you. 
Um, Because only Chris DiCapo is going to say, yeah, man, come and talk about, you know, being a mum, but Mm. also take a shot. So this is for you. This is like a triple shot, by the way. But do not pour this shit still. I like you because you've had no reaction. Everyone else has given a reaction. Oh, this is too much. It's burning my chest. No, it is a little, ooh, but then yeah. it's, it's not that deep. I think to be fair. I drink this though. I drink Havana a lot. Oh, okay, cool, cool. This cool, is my cool, drink. Cool, cool, cool. Julie brought it to my house. Is it? So we was doing a little, you know, house thing mm. and everyone brought a bottle and she brought the Skepta one mm. and she left it there and I think she just had like the bear of them yeah. and she left it there and it stayed there for ages because so I was like, this is like an exclusive bottle type thing. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. one day I had no drink, I bust that open. I was like, yo, <laughs> this is nice. And then I've just been catting for it ever since. Do you think there needs to be drink etiquette amongst people that when they come to your house, they need to bring a bottle or something? Mm, at first I didn't, but now that I'm doing so many dinners yeah. and so many gatherings, now I really appreciate when people do bring a bottle and I do think now, yeah, man, etiquette. Mm. Mm. What's the worst thing that someone's bought? Have they bought like sauce or like coleslaw or something? Nah, like do you that? know what people always do? They always bring rosé. Because it's like cheap and cheerful, isn't it? You just put it in your fridge. Five pound thing? Yeah. What the, the, what? But what they don't know is yeah. I drink it. Don't <laughs> Yeah, I drink rosé. Yeah. Do you drink it from the bottle or from the glass? From a glass, man. Yeah. What is this? I know, some people drink from the bottle. No, what people? Who do you know? Some people do. No. There's some... Shout but out to the big bottle of rosé, you want me to... Some people do it still. No. Shout out to them. Have you seen the video of the guy who downed three magnums in one minute? No, and I'm and then, sorry for that, man. And then after he said, yeah, I want you, man, to sponsor me. How? Oh. <laughs> How, bro? That's irresponsible yeah, yeah, drinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to him. Yeah. Shout out to him. He's not that guy. Um, bruv, where do we start from, man? <laughs> bruv, do you know what's mad? What's mad? What's mad? What's mad is that the first time we met, you was, I think you just came back from maternity leave or so. Okay. If I'm right. Um, Obviously, with you being a mother... Let's firstly get on to Cyan and her son. Yes. What gave you the idea for that first, the main thing? Do you know what's so funny? Yeah? Lockdown gave you the idea for, mm. the, for, the, for the cookbook. Um, obviously, like I said, I really enjoyed my lockdown. Yeah. The reason I enjoyed it was because it was the first time that I had time with my son that was just completely um, uninterrupted. Like, there was no one ringing my phone saying you've got to go here for this booking you've got to go there for that like it was uninterrupted time with my son yes I was still working from home Mm -hmm. and I was still going into radio I think twice a week but for most part I was at home with my son so we got to bond in a way that we just hadn't bonded before um just because you know I was about to say, you know what it's like. You don't know what it's like. But when you have a child and you still have responsibilities, rent to pay, you know, food to put on the table, you have to go to work still. So if if I'm leaving the house like Monday to Friday to go to work and I'm putting my son in nursery, Mm -hmm. he's seeing me in the morning when we do the nursery run. And then what I'll pick him up, say 7 p.m. And it's like, it's bath time, bedtime. So he's not getting enough of me. And because my radio shows are on Friday and Saturdays, Mm -hmm. like Saturday, he doesn't get, my time neither and then Sunday is my only day off which was his dad's days Mm -hmm. so the amount of time I actually got to spend with my son was very like bitty starty and stoppy so being able to just be in the house with him from months on end it was so sick like it was just sick and I thought oh this is like this is a big wake-up call for me because we don't do enough Mm as mother and son, that we should be doing more. And it got to the point where, and I'm sure lots of parents experienced this, but he became so clingy that it was like, I actually had to say, okay, you actually have to go now because you're now like too dependent on mum being there 24 seven to the point where you're like five years old kicking off because mum's going to work today. Yeah. And before he wasn't like that, like before he was very much so, okay, you're going to work. And he just was like, okay, if you're going to work, that means I'll get a new Nintendo Switch game tomorrow. Like it got to a point where it was like, I don't take the Switch and the game, you stay. I don't want you to go to work. So that was a big wake up call. But during lockdown, we were making sure that we, you know, we did breakfast, lunch, dinner time properly at least. Because in between that, I was doing all of my work calls. Mm -hmm. So... That became our time and I would document it on Instagram. Yeah. You know me, like I don't really I don't really do the Instagram thing like on a fake level. Like yeah, I yeah, yeah. I'll it's you. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is what I'm really doing. Facts. 
every now and then I try and be Miss Insta, but then like, it always goes back to no. This but have you tried to do like Miss Insta? I have Instagram. a couple times. Really? Yeah, like I do the whole singing along to a song, and I do like a one That's little. You being you, though. No, I forced it. I forced it. Yeah. yeah, if I'm on the internet singing along to a song, I forced it. I, I remember have... there was one time I saw him. He was doing like he was out for like a dinner or something, and I can just tell that the heels you were wearing was shamani. I was looking at you thinking, well, Syed, you turned IG, IG influencer now. Yeah, certain times. You turned to a cling cling baby. Sometimes, you know, uh, you know. Sometimes, like a young birthday or, you know, a young event. Like, You've got to get your inner cling cling on sometimes. Listen. Like, respectfully. So I was documenting what I'm actually really doing in it. So mm-hmm. I was running on a treadmill every day. I was making food with my son every day. I was, the sun was out during the first lockdown. So I was in my garden. I just bought my first house. I was in a garden, mm-hmm. doing all the gardening work with my son, Elijah. And that was what was being documented on my stories. But people kept saying, oh my God, that meal looks so nice. Can I have the recipe? Can I have the yeah, recipe? Can yeah, I have the recipe? Yeah. I thought there was trolling. Mm-hmm. So I didn't provide any recipes because surely you don't actually want this recipe. Like, I think they're just being nice, right? Mm. And then one day, I don't know what came over me. Maybe I just had time that day. I actually started talking people through what to do to make the rice and peas mm-hmm. and a red snapper. And the, like a couple of days later, people started sending me back videos. Yeah, I saw. And pictures of yeah, them yeah, making yeah. the rice and peas. Yeah. But obviously, making rice and peas with red snapper is not easy, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's not the easiest dish facts. that I put up. Yeah. So when people was doing it, I was like, oh my gosh. Then I started getting DMs from... Like, just random, like, boys, like, I'm talking, like, lads, like, Gavin Cheshire and yeah, yeah, Jigay, like, saying, oh, my girl made some banging rice and peas the other day, like, <laughs> drop her next recipe. So I'm like, oh, my days, like, Gavin and Stacey are really feeding the cookbook, like, the, like, the recipes, I, like, I need to do a cookbook. <laughs> no, it's proper feeling it, yo, like. Yo. So I was like, okay, cool, like, let me fling out another one. So I flung out another recipe. People did that one, too. Mm. And I was like, okay, like people actually are being serious in it because I, I just assumed that everyone can cook at the bare minimum. Everyone can cook. I didn't know that that wasn't the case. You never went to university, did you? No. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. I didn't know that wasn't the case. So <laughs> when people are asking me, how did I make salmon? I'm like, salt, pepper, paprika, yeah. put in the oven or the grill 15, 20 minutes. You're nice. Like, when they're like, oh, how do you make rice? I'm like, you're kidding, isn't it? Like, I you know didn't... there's a lot of people our age that don't know how to boil rice. I know that now. Yeah. I know that now. That's brazy. So I, yeah, I was I was like, right, well, okay, cool, like we can do this. Yeah, yeah. Big mistake because you know me, uh, I turn down a lot of things and I don't do a lot of things because I want it to be perfect if I'm doing it. Of course. So I was like, cool, I fling a couple of recipes together, make it a book, mm-hmm. all good. So then I was um, pescatarian, yeah, um, gluten free and dairy free at okay. the point at which I said I was going to do this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've made like seven fish recipes mm-hmm. then I'm like you can't release a book with just fish yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta have the flavors you've got to have it. the meat so I said cool yeah. let me start eating meat again so then I put a couple of meat recipes in. I was like you can't have seven fish recipes and not have seven meat recipes mm-hmm. so I put the seven meat recipes in then the vegans were like hey what of about the us vegan man. <laughs> because people assumed because they never saw meat on my story people assumed I was vegan yeah so all the vegans thought I was vegan yeah 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 and, and you know, like if it's not in your bio that you're vegan, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they you thought the I was vegan, there. just I like, didn't put it in the in the bio. <laughs> yeah, so the vegans yeah. are like, "Why are we seeing you cook up fish and, and meat? Like, where's well, the vegan recipes?" No, they were just curious, like okay. what happened, didn't it? And I was like, "Raw, okay." So one day I put on my story and said, "By the way, I was pescatarian. Mm. Now I'm obviously eating meat to do the books so that it's balanced, mm. but cool, vegan recipes." So then I had to do the vegan recipes, mm. but then then I had to think, I'm not a vegan. So are vegans gonna like these meals? Yeah, so then I had to yeah. get all the vegans. <laughs> but this is obviously it's lockdown, isn't it? So yeah, I'm having to yeah. send meals out to people. It was yeah, a lot of a lot of trying. So then I was like, cool. Now there's seven meat recipes, seven fish recipes. I don't like. Um, I just have this weird OCD about things, but like I wanted everything to be like round. So I was like, it has to be 10 of each if I'm going to do it. So that I had to... So 10 meals of each thing? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then yeah. sides. Yeah. Then I was like, um, Elijah was doing it all with me. And then I was like, because th- what the book was going to be called, yeah, the book was going to be called um, Sign Anderson's Overnight Success. Okay. And I was going to interview people yeah. because there's two generations, isn't it? There's a p- generation of people who are in my era who you couldn't be at Overnight Success. You had to work hard five years graph like be on roots fm just radios cutting out watch like on air geniuses under the table trying to fit it back or you were from the generation where you had all the resources there and Mm. then boom you could do one tiktok and the next day 
you, you're, 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 yeah, you're yeah, blown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to call it San Anderson's Overnight Success and I was going to interview people from both generations mm-hmm. and then um, make meals with them, like their favourite meals. And mm-hmm. it was going to be kind of like a, yeah, like a book with interviews and all this stuff in it. That would have been kind of wavy. It would have been kind of wavy. Listen, it's been copyrighted already. So any of you guys <laughs> want to take that, just relax, innit? Just chill. And then the other angle was going to be yeah, that I make all my food overnight. So I marinate everything. Then I go okay. to sleep, wake up in the morning. So it was going to be overnight success because okay. the meals, you have to make them. And then yeah, in the morning, yeah, yeah. boom, overnight success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then my brother Courtney was like, oh, what's her name? Nigella, is her name Nigella Lawson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She already does it. Because I, I was like, cool, the concept, I'm going to be in my pajamas. We're going to shoot it for YouTube, all this stuff. My friend Courtney was like, she already does it. He was like, sick idea though. I was like, yeah, forget it. <laughs> I'm not doing it if, she do, if she's done it. Forget it, yeah. So... Um, but then also just going back to being true to myself, I was making all the recipes with Elijah in it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, how do I incorporate Elijah? Then I was like, kids meals. Mm-hmm. So then I had to go and add a load of kids meals with Elijah, who is five. So yeah. getting Elijah to pay attention to anything for long, <laughs> is like crazy, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he badly wants to be a YouTuber. Yeah. So I was like, cool with Everything that we're doing is for the book slash your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I had to edit loads of videos for him for his unlisted YouTube channel. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen. So, he think, yeah, I've he seen. thinks it's live. Like he thinks that the public have seen his <laughs> YouTube channel. I thought he was joking for time when he said he wanted to do YouTube. Like I thought that he was just saying it because he watches YouTube lots. And I blamed myself because yeah. during lockdown, I was doing the typical mum thing of putting him in front of the TV and yeah, then going yeah. about my business to do a call or do mm-hmm. a meeting and stuff. So I was like, Ra, you've messed up as mum because mm-hmm. you've you've put this kid in front of the TV so much that he wants to be a YouTuber now, or he thinks he does, mm-hmm. um, but he doesn't really. That's what I thought. And then... I would hear him in the bath. Hello, my name's Elijah. Give me 300 subscribers and I'll do this video yeah, one more time. Kid, you know? Elijah's back, but that's my guy. He was really, you've seen it on my Insta story. Yeah, it? Like, that's my guy. When, it, when he's in the bath, I stand outside the bathroom and I film the floor and you can listen to him. Or just him singing as well. Yeah, yeah like yeah, do yeah, his yeah, YouTube. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, does this kid actually want to be a YouTuber? And then <laughs> it went on for so long and I was yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. not been interested in anything. For this, and then he'll play games. Mm-hmm. So we'll invite friends around and he'll play games, or he'll be playing games by himself. Yeah. And he'll be like, Yeah, get him, get him. So what I'm doing now is I'm going, and he's talking no, in American accent. Amazing. It's American accent that he's talking in. It's amazing. Yeah, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go behind. Ah, yeah. no, come on, man, come on, That's man, what my you guy. doing? Today we're starting uh, the Elijah Hive. Hashtag Elijah Hive is starting now. Listen, he goes six. <laughs> so I'm watching him and I'm like, he actually wants to be a YouTuber. Yeah, like, he really wants to do this. So mm. I um, I said, okay, cool. We're doing a cookbook slash YouTube channel. Um, I'm still navigating my way around how to obviously break it to him that there is no YouTube channel. <laughs> he thinks there is because I put it on YouTube unlisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's seen the YouTube logo and he's seen, okay, it's my video playing. Yeah. But he's like, because he, he knows where the like button is. It should be going up and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so that part I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to... There's a few things you haven't broken down to him yet, isn't it? Like what? Back when the fish died. He knows that the fish died. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and the chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I have an honesty policy, so I always get there in the end. Yeah. So he, he does know like pretty much everything that I've withheld from him in a moment in, in a moment eventually. he does eventually okay. find out like but but quite quickly after because I, I get like a mad conscience and I'm like oh man like because I, I do think a lot about the things that adults lied to me about when I was younger and like what? um I don't know um Santa Claus for example Tooth Fairy things like that I just think what was the reason how old was you when you found out that them things went wrong no idea I'll be real I'm from a Nigerian household so we just learned from early yeah yeah you, you you think this Santa Claus is coming to this house? <laughs> think this thing is coming to this house? You crazy? You nah. fucking crazy? My mum went was. on for time that, with it. I was probably like 10 when I realised. The two fairy, I found out from early, the two fairy were my older siblings. Like from early. It's heartbreaking. And I'm just like, why didn't you at least try it? And the response was, you fucking crazy? <laughs> you crazy? And I was like, oh, fair enough. Santa Claus never, I never once thought Santa Claus was real. So, yeah, they done shit with them. Oh, Chris. But see, I don't know whether to feel like that's sad for you or feel like, yeah, like, you should have known No, nah, man, they need the know. harsh realities of life, man. I think well, mom, this is the thing. I wanted me to learn from early still. Like, it's me that's doing this. Ain't no Santa Claus, it's me that's going and 
sacrificing for you lot still. And you got up as early as possible and went to work as soon as you could. And you grafted for yours. Do you get it? Like, mm-hmm. That's important. Like me, I'm sitting there thinking Santa's going to do it for me. <laughs> for long. Because you fucking crazy? That's the response. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking crazy? <laughs> Why do they tell us that? I don't I d- know. <sighs> I feel like it's just installed. It's, it's in installed. It's installed. And do you know what? credit to my mum like it was something for me to look forward to wasn't mm. it like going to sleep knowing that tomorrow if you've been good Santa's gonna come like the anticipation the excitement like yeah. um, it was exciting but I also you know it, it makes me yeah. feel a little bit funny because especially because like my son's smart like he's so switched on like again there's a video on my Instagram on his birthday during lockdown mm-hmm. where I ordered loads of balloons and like a jungle theme off of Amazon and we've got like a little cove like this and I've like put all the balloons up and like made it a proper big deal mm. and he came down in the morning he was like oh my god mummy like how did you do all this and I said magic he said that wasn't magic that was Sainsbury's <laughs> so it's like this is what Elijah <laughs> Hive we're starting <laughs> you could try and tell him that it was Santa Claus yeah, Tooth Fairy all yeah. these things but ultimately he's been on Amazon he knows get? already man. he knows so what type of videos was he watching on YouTube oh, there's some kid called Jelly Jelly? Yeah. I bet Jelly's got mad subscribers. He's got mad subscribers. What does he do? Is he the one that reviews toys and stuff like that? No, he's a big man. Not a big man, but he's like, he's probably in his 25 or whatever. He reviews games. He reviews games like Mario Kart and Minecraft and he just reviews games. But he plays along to the game whilst he's reviewing them. And Elijah is just absolutely hooked. Like he's hooked to this Jelly guy. And it's so annoying because Jelly says damn and crap. I don't oh, know. I think okay. in America, maybe they're not seen as it's, bad yeah, words. Yeah, so yeah. now my son says, damn and crap. And he goes to school and something happens. He says, damn it. And he says, crap. And then I get the call and I'm just like, oh, Elijah, you can't. He's like, but they're not swear words though. And I'm like, yeah, but they're not the nicest of words. Okay, but are they swear words though? And I'm just like. This is mm. why Elijah Hive, we're going on and strong. Mm. What? I can't like them teachers are snitches for doing that though. Big. Did you ever get the call like when you used to swear in school or something? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. I'm trying to think, no, teachers weren't really snitches like that. No, time. no, no. no they, they proper weren't. If you swore, just like oh, fair enough. You watch South Park. Yeah, and yeah. do you know what? Because I lived across the road from my primary school, they would wait to see my mum. Really? Yeah, because they'd go out for their cigarette breaks and they'd see my mum doing up the front garden or whatever, and they'd be like, oh, da, 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 and they'd fill her in during the just day. Start snitching, just yeah, like that. Yeah, but it wasn't like they would say it in in ban- You know, it's awkward when you see your neighbour yeah, and you're yeah, like, oh yeah, hi, yeah. like hi. But you're both outside doing something, yeah, but you don't yeah, have yeah. anything else to talk about. Mm-hmm. So you end up just talking. That's oh, what you, would happen. So oh, they would, okay. they would, the teacher would be like, oh, Cyan said this and that today. No, yeah, we didn't really give a shit about that, honestly. <laughs> Teachers tried to talk to my mum, you know what the response was. <laughs> you fucking crazy! <laughs> you fucking crazy! <laughs> that was the response. Um, now, briefly speaking about like your journey of, of motherhood, yeah. Yeah. Let's speak about the time when you found out that you were pregnant as well, first and foremost, like... <laughs> How was that like? Was you just like, was you shooketh? Was you excited? Was it just a mixture of the both or what? When I found out I was pregnant, I thought I was four months pregnant. And I wasn't. I was five months pregnant. Yeah. I was very, very far gone. So I didn't acknowledge my pregnancy really until probably the contraction started. Like, I just refused to really... um, understand what was going on i didn't watch any videos i didn't go to any classes Mm. i just it was like it wasn't happening and my friends came around one day and it was like cool we're going mother care Mm -hmm. and the one thing i did do was i was like okay you're four months pregnant obviously at the time five and you don't drive you failed your test like seven times so now you're going to pass it because you can't be out here with no car and the baby um just me personally. Yeah, yeah, So I passed my driving test like within two weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> I went like, you know, like when that, like, and it's so funny when I look back because there's certain things that pregnancy motivated me to do yeah, that yeah, I just yeah. weren't cutting so, it with So now before. you understand when people say things like, oh, when they've got a kid, I'm grinding for my child. Yes. And stuff like that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. knew I'm not, not passing this test because I'm not getting on a bus with this pram mm-hmm. only because I'm, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, and and it wasn't going to happen. I'd rather the child's in the back of the car. Yeah. And yeah. I know how to drive the car mm-hmm. and I can pull over if any drama, blah, blah. I don't know. My mind was just, it's just in a mad place. It makes it. sense though. 
Oh, this is a bit mad. So, my, yeah, my friends took me out. So, I passed my test. I got my car. When I thought I was six months, um, my friends came to the house. They said, we're going mother care. They took my card and they bought everything. And in hindsight, I'm so annoyed at you, Shazelle and Sigourney, because they bought everything I didn't need. I didn't need all this stuff. But what it did was it kicked me into gear of you're having a baby. You know that when you wake up and all this pregnancy stuff is everywhere, all this baby stuff's everywhere. It was like, you're having a baby. So it helped me come to terms with it a little bit more. But I did, and and my pregnancy was very complicated. Like I was told that my son was going to be Down syndrome. I was, yeah, one in 15 Down syndrome. I was told that he was cystic fibrosis. Um, I was told he had a regular heartbeat. I was doing private healthcare um, throughout my pregnancy to the point where they said to me, stop coming. If you call us again, we're not going to see you. Go home yeah, yeah. and enjoy your pregnancy because the NHS are telling you one thing. And so you come here to test it. Mm. We test it and it's not the case. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on, but they said to me, they're not going to see me anymore in it. So my whole pregnancy was so up and down mm. that by the time I had my son, that's when, that's when I was like, okay, cool. I've actually just had a baby. I never really kind of consciously... Um, it didn't consciously happen to me. It was like yeah, an out-of-body experience. Yeah. So I didn't think anything yeah. to answer your question. I just was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How was the conversation like with your parents then to tell them that, listen, you're going to be grandparents now? My mom already knew. Parents she knew know, before me. They just know. They can just look and they just know. Like She knew before me. Yeah, she was yeah, tidying yeah. up my room, yeah. making me breakfast, lunch and dinner. And don't get it twisted. My mom's like active so she's yeah. always making dinner but breakfast lunch and dinner mm. like she'll do my washing if my washing's there but tidy my room mm. like very very confusing time and um <laughs> she i was on the phone to my friend tanika and i come in the house and tanika was like blood you gotta tell her da, 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 da. and then i was like yeah i'm gonna tell her now then mom was like tell me what and I was like, oh, one sec, see, I'm going to call you back. She's like, cool. So mama needs to tell you something. She even let me sit down. She sat down. I was the like, whole dramatic She point, yeah. did the whole dramatic thing. And then I was like, mama, I'm pregnant. She was like, oh, I know. And I was like, how? My mom knows me though. Yeah. My mom knows me. Yesterday she made two bagels, yeah. She put them downstairs. That She called me to come downstairs for my bagel. Yeah. And I came downstairs and I was like, oh, are these two different? And then my partner was like, this is so funny because your mom said you're going to say, are they different? Yeah, 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 and so yeah. she made one different for you. So she just knows me like just random things that I don't even know. I don't know myself. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, do, yeah, but yeah. but my mum has always known when people are pregnant. Like she has told a good three or four of my friends that they're pregnant before yeah. that they've known. Yeah. She just she just it's knows because yeah, same thing I remember happening with my sisters. Like because they were obviously it was that whole build up of yo like I need to tell mum blah blah blah. And then when they told my mum, I was like, oh thank God, at least I get to see my grandchild. Yeah, and I was just like, wait. Wait, you're meant to shout at her. What's going on? <laughs> shout at her. Like, even though she's 20 plus or whatever, still shout at her. What's going on? Yeah, like, yeah thank God. I knew I knew that she was anyway. And they like, just know. How do you know? Like, this is crazy. So, yeah, man. I'll shout out to them still. She told my whole family as well. Seriously? Yeah. She told my whole family. I was like, you're a lucky boy because... She put on the WhatsApp group or something. She, yeah, I was like, you're, you're a lucky boy. Oh, <laughs> you, you, you're going to have to untold it. <laughs> you know, she, yeah, she went sick. She told the family hey, and shout everything. Shout out Mumsy. Hey, before yeah. I even go further, usually we do this earlier on in the, on the um, show. Go on. There's a topic in the cup. Yeah. I don't know what's in that cup, mm-hmm. but you pick it out and we have a conversation. Okay. Go through, man. Obviously, if it's peak, as I always say, I did not write that shit. Uh, how have you managed juggling parenting and your career? That's very good. Um, I feel like I kind of semi-answered that mm-hmm. already. Um, yeah, not very well. I didn't juggle it very well. Uh, they say it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. That is 100% true. Like, I had everybody, my best friends, my mom, Elijah's dad, like, mm-hmm. Elijah's dad's mom, like, everybody played their part. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I had to really get used to the balance between working and being a mom. Mm. A lot of the time, I think like when Elijah was like two, maybe was the hardest because that's when he understood that you're leaving to go to work now. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. And so he used to cry at the door. Yeah. So like you would then leave and then you would cry too because you've left mm-hmm. your child crying. But there was no other way to do it because there's no way to calm him down. And then you start doing that thing where... You get someone to distract them, then you leave. And then you realise that's a bad idea as well. It's more deceitful. It's more deceitful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so there's a period of time where it's just horrible and then you do the thing where it's like oh when I go to work you get Nintendo Switch and then you start associating work with money and then yeah. you make a, like me I've had to make a conscious effort to now go and undo that mm-hmm. like <laughs> working is not just about you getting Nintendo Switch games it's, <laughs> there's also another yeah, another yeah, side yeah. to it so it's it's a interesting thing to try and get the balance of I don't know if you ever do really get the balance mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. I think you you kind of you do what you have to because like if you don't have a career and you don't work yeah. then you know you can't afford things for your child like people always used to say oh school is so expensive and I used to think like oh, it's not that deep can't no, be that yet. deep no it's that deep yeah <laughs> it's that deep and do you know what it is it's not even that it's like it's expensive all in one go it's little things like okay his son's just come out the school are like oh go and get a sun hat yeah for him yeah, yeah. okay cool now I've got to go and get a sun hat for him mm-hmm. um and then you know Tripped. like school trips yeah. like this the jumpers i bought him six jumpers yeah and then now even shoes you gotta go well. and rebuy all the jumpers because they all got paint on them yeah the shoes what type of shoes is he, is he is he a kicker's kid no he's allowed to wear black trainers so does he wear like black air forces or? well did you know what no because yeah. i i want him to have easy access so okay. he has these like nike trainers that strap on and off Okay, and um, yeah, yeah. he has like the Puma version as well. Then there's some yeah, night yeah, trainers yeah. that you could just slide your foot in, and oh, he has yeah. those as well. So he just has like easy access. So he's a trendy kid, then, to be fair. Yeah, do you think in secondary school he's gonna be like you know how we had like the kicker kids? Yeah, that you know, every own clothes they used to wear like the sickest tracksuits. So do you think he'll be that as well? I don't know because Elijah likes to pick his own clothes, oh, okay. and he doesn't sometimes make good choices. <laughs> He's five, so he like sometimes he like he'll pick double denim. He's swagging. But if you wear the right trainers and t shirt, you're swagging. Okay. If you pick double denim and, and purple Crocs and a yellow t shirt, now maybe you look like Crusty the Clown a little bit. Like you know what I'm saying? He's a fashionista, you know. It's <laughs> from Mama, you know. <laughs> I'm not a fashion girl. You. I'm not a fashion girl. Cling cling, babe. I'm not a fashion girl. Oh, okay. His dad's fashion boy, but I'm oh. not a fashion girl. Oh, okay. So maybe that's where he gets it from, but me, I'm not yeah, a fashion yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. So Elijah just picks his own clothes for own clothes day. Double denim and Crocs. Well, he's taking comfortability and swagging at the same time. Yeah. What a champion. Elijah High, we're going strong right now, man. <laughs> we're going strong. Because he's five, I get away with it, innit? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. if you make bad choices, you make bad choices, innit? <laughs> But when he gets to secondary school, he's going to have to make better choices than yeah, that boy. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I feel like by then he'll actually have that identity. Close but shall I tell you what I, what I thought, actually, he might be the fashion guy, yeah. yeah. He uh, bought him some Gucci shoes, yeah, Ooh. to go to my friend's wedding. Like, when he got yeah. to the wedding, everyone was like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. look at your shoes. And then so many people said it that he started to realise the value of these Gucci shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then when we got home, yeah, he wants to wear the Gucci shoes everywhere, play kick, kick casual kick hey, 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 shoes. <laughs> to the point where he only ever wore them to that wedding and now I'm selling them yeah. because they don't fit him anymore. Like, oh. but now I think I should have just let him wear it yeah, to play yeah. something. But no, <laughs> like, no, but that's when I realized okay, cool, you do understand, understand this thing a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. okay, I think the funniest thing is when, when kids understand the value of trainers and stuff. Like, I remember, for example, I bought my niece a pair of Jordans, and sort of similar as well. When people were like, oh, those Jordans or whatnot, and she didn't know beforehand what these were. And then after, when she actually saw them and people were complimenting it, she was like, yeah, keep on getting me them all the time and blah, blah. I'm like, yo, so you actually understand. But it's when they try to go out and start doing things like going to the park in them. I'm like, big man, mm. you've got to relax. Mm. Where are your Crocs? It is. Like, bring your Crocs. It is. Put them on. You get me? Like, yeah. Shout out to kids, man. I feel like they get it to some extent still. But you know what? It's so true that they would rather you buy a Spider-Man outfit, Superman yep. outfit, Paw Patrol. Like, I, at the beginning, I did get Elijah a couple of designer bits. And then when we're going to the shop, he's pulling out this Super Mario thing, this mm-hmm. Minecraft thing, this. So I said, forget it, man. Like, that boy don't have no drip. Like, he's got, like, four or five outfits because... <laughs> you just said my son doesn't have no drip. <laughs> he doesn't have no drip. Jesus. Like, he don't have no, he's got, like, a one Jordan. Like, well, he won't wear it. Like, yeah, he, yeah, if you, yeah. if you, I have a walk-in wardrobe, but there's no doors. Yeah, he yeah. can see at all times what clothes he's got. If you say, Elijah, go upstairs and get out your school uniform, which mm-hmm. I do every day. If you see what he comes down in, it's the thing that's got the Marvel logo on it. It's the thing that's got the Spider-Man logo, the Superman logo. I could have a wardrobe side full of drip. He wouldn't touch it. Yeah. It's not interested. I think that's a beautiful thing though. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's definitely a beautiful thing because it's kids being kids. I mean, we've all seen those Instagram pages of like the toddler wearing like Gucci head to toe and you're like, get them some Minecraft shit. Like, Mate, 
get them it's some Spider-Man mental. shit. Like, why are they wearing this? And uh, do you know what I find mad about that is keeping up with that. Yeah, How do you keep yeah. up with that? Because kids grow out of their clothes so quick. Listen, I can only imagine that they buy them, take the picture, send it back. Because there's no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way. They're treating their kids like Instagram girls. Now, like Instagram girls do the, the Zara hauls and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, the person that I like, the only person that I like who does it, Jade Pierce. I love her. Who's Jade Pierce? She's, I don't want to call her an influencer because I don't think that's what she is. Okay. I don't know how I discovered her. Or Is she a YouTuber? She's a mod. I think she's a model. Yeah, I have no idea. She's the only, I'd say, influencer person that I follow. She has a daughter and they take pictures together, but they like will match their clothes. Oh, that's dope. So it just looks so cute, but it's not like outlandish Gucci garmentries. It's just like she might just have like an ASOS trousers, some Air Forces, and a white top. Then the little girl's wearing the same thing. Then I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. Like, I think they're proper the cutest. But the people that are doing like, Big old Fendi fit and the Charles in the Fendi Off-white fit. white and all sorts. My guy, how much money do you have? Ooh. How much money is... It's wild still. It's too much. You've got a kid out here wearing off-white. It's too much. Then wear Marvel, man. Shit. I feel like the Marvel probably means more as well. Yeah. They probably got a, oh, you got a new Spider-Man's. Also, oh. also, that's not cheap neither. <laughs> like, if you walk into Disney it? to get the Marvel thing, it's yeah, not cheap yeah, neither. Yeah. Like, it's still monies. What's the, what's the one thing that, as a parent, that you've seen like um, your child get into and you thought I'm not too sure about this but you know what fair enough seem like you seem to like it so cool you can run with it I remember the funniest story I had was one of my bedrooms um, his daughter liked Peppa Pig and he was like yeah I don't need bacon still so you can't watch that and I was just like bruv come on man is it that deep yeah that, it nah, is. big man no nah, she's not watching Peppa Pig yes that deep I was just like, yes that deep no pepper in my house really that kid is rude that kid is crushed. Peppa's a bit leery. You see it? Peppa Pig and yeah. there's a next program called Bing. What's Bing? Bing is like, I don't even know. It's like a <laughs> rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bing's naughty. Bing will go in the shop and rob the lolly yeah. and then go home and then the parents will realise that Bing has robbed the lolly and then go back and teach Bing. You have to yeah, go yeah, and yeah. tell them that you robbed the lolly. So Bing go is back. unruly. But then when Bing goes back to say, I robbed the lolly, you know what they do? Robbed another one. They let him keep it. So it's like, what lesson did you learn there? So now my son thinks he can go to the shop and rob the lolly. And if you go back and confess, they're going to let you keep it. No, Shao my guy. Bing. You're going to prison. <laughs> Bing. You're going to juvenile. I'm ruling. What? Right? Peppa will smash up the whole place, Ooh. all of her toys, and leave it there. I saw one video of Peppa no. Pig dropping the phone on someone. Didn't even say bye. And then after I <laughs> saw one video, didn't even say bye. I was like, that's, that's so funny. Like, that's a lack of air. I was like, what the fuck? That <laughs> is hilarious. So like, what the fuck? What's this, bro? You are stupid. Yeah, like, that's the one thing. As soon as I saw that, I was like, so you're not going to say bye to your bedroom or what? Pepper's rude, man. Nah. Pepper's rude. I, I think it's, but then again, we, we come from the era of what? Dennis the Menace. Yeah, and like um, Rugrats and that. Rugrats was fine, though. No, Angelica. Moving mad. You never liked Angelica though, did you? I loved her. Did you? Moving mad. 24-7. <laughs> I liked the... What was the Jeez. black girl that was with her? The other black baby. Susie. Susie. Yeah, I liked Susie still. Because Susie yeah, seemed like she was the smart. She was the voice of reasoning. No, nah, man. I thought of Angelica different. <laughs> if you like Chucky, you've got problems, bro. Scared yeah. ass. <laughs> Shook yeah. her. Um, but let's speak about briefly, like, as you mentioned earlier on with the career. Mm-hmm. Does your son know exactly what you do? Yeah, he does now. Is it? Yeah, yeah, he does now. How did you explain it to him? Um, I didn't need to. It's because I'm on the radio. Mm-hmm. My mum, when he's with my mum, she'll have one extra on. Yeah, so he'll yeah. see Sian Anson on the TV screen and he'll hear my voice. Pardon me. So he will know like, oh, okay, mummy's on the radio. Mm. Uh, brought him into the BBC so he could understand. You've seen it quite a few times, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's recorded some liners. Like my IDs Sweet. are all Elijah saying, Sian Anderson. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he hears himself on the radio. Um, and then I have decks in the house. So he knows when mum's on the decks, mm. don't disturb mum because mum's doing DJing for mm. when she's on the radio. It was the other day that he turned around and said, mummy, when I'm older, I want to do what you do. I want to do DJing. Sick. So I was like, really? And I was like, oh my God, that filled my heart. That's but dumb. also he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know why he said it. Like I was 
to wait. Elijah Hype, we're going to make sure we get him these DJ <laughs> I gigs. I don't know why he's decided Elijah's going to be headlining wireless in two years' time. <laughs> I just don't know why he said that. Like, he's just decided that that's what he wants to do. He don't ever touch guy. my decks. Like, so I don't know why he decided that one. <laughs> but then, yeah, when I did the breakfast show last week, he kicked off because I had, um, there was a seven-year-old girl who came on to be my selector and Elijah was listening with my mum mm. and then he kicked off like, why can't I be on the radio? Why is mummy talking to another child on the radio? Like, mum mm. sent me a video of him just kicking off and it was this morning he said mummy i meant to talk to you and i said i meant to talk to you and i said okay so can we talk yeah. i said okay but he's stalling because he didn't want to go school in it yeah. so i'm like okay he's like yesterday you was on the radio with other children mm-hmm. and i said last week because mm-hmm. he thinks everything is yesterday last <laughs> week i was on the radio with another child yeah yeah and i'm like yeah and he's looking at me like, wait for me to answer the question. Like, he hasn't asked, he asked me nothing. Of course. Like, you know, we're just staring <laughs> at each other. Start talking up. And he's like, mm-hmm. like he wants an explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, you've been on the radio and you can come on the radio. He said, yeah, I know. You were saying, Elijah, don't worry. Elijah, don't worry. But I was worried. <laughs> you know, like, I'm trying so hard not to laugh because it's like, you can't laugh at him because he gets really angry if you laugh at him because he's being dead ass serious. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> like my eyes are like filled up with water because like, I don't want to laugh here yeah, but it's yeah, so yeah. funny and then I'm just like yeah like you you can come on like another time yeah. like he's like when I'm seven and I'm like when you're seven so he's like okay how many years is that and I'm like well how old are you now yeah. I'm five so we're seven then he gets bored and walks off you lost him at that point yeah because it's jelly time at that point yeah that, but yeah, that's the one thing that um, that he, he he does or thinks that he wants to do. That I think, please no, yeah, the the, yeah, the yeah. jelly thing. Like I'm like, please don't go down that path. Like, is it because of the harsh reality of like how you see like some weirdos on YouTube just like being so negative with that negative yes. comments or things like that? Yes, people yeah. stop Elijah in the street already. Seriously, that's just off of my gram. And I and I find it strange because he'll be with my mum or he'll be with his dad, Mm -hmm. and they will assume that the person knows me Mm. when they're coming up to Elijah. Yeah. So they will play along. Then they'll say to me, "Oh, we saw your friend in the supermarket today." And I'm like, "What friends? You know all my friends. You wouldn't not know who this is." And then I'll get a DM. Oh my god, I saw your son today. Like he's so much funnier and cuter in real life. And I'll think, "Oh my god." Okay, (laughs) Elijah, hi. This is what we're gonna do. (laughs) You're not allowed to approach the superstar (laughs) respectfully. Leave him alone. That's what they do. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave him alone. That's, what that's wild. Yeah, still. that's what they do. So because w- of that, not just because of that, but because I know the internet's a horrible place. Remember, I work as a marketing manager. Like, I fully yeah. understand what the internet's on and the kind of adverts you get and it's how people that find your content. And mm. I just think I'm not ready for him to have to experience that yet. Mm. Um, when he's old enough, he will decide to do it himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not ready to put him in that space. Mm. Um, also, his ego is massive. Elijah really? knows he's lit. Elijah knows he's lit. When Elijah goes out, people are like, oh my God, your hair is so cute. Like, oh my God, your skin. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're so cute. You're so funny. People gas this boy up so much here that he knows he's lit. So giving him a YouTube platform for him to see the likes go up. Yeah, oh, yeah. I will never have to, I will never live it down. Like, he will be going on and on and on. He'll think he's the hottest thing. I'll have to kick him out at 16. Like, it will just be, it will just be insufferable. Like, he's already insufferable because he knows he's lit. Yeah. Because he knows he's funny. If I actually gave him that ammunition, there might be it no coming back from it. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah, I'm just not on it. And also I had a stalker and I said, yeah, no, nah, I'm not gonna put my son on the internet because you're a real person. That. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was mad. And, and she was like saying she's gonna throw acid on me and my son. Yeah. And I was like, Do you know what? Let me just yeah, part yeah, this yeah. one off with the YouTube thing because some people out there aren't really well. Still. They're not right. They're not part of Elijah Hive, don't worry. Still. No. Yeah, they're definitely I mean, not she's, part. she's in prison now, so. Shout out you! <laughs> getting canteen! <laughs> you pussy old! You know what? It's like funny. I, love. I, said, I, I said that being serious, yeah, that yeah, obviously yeah. she can't obviously do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. You made it funny, but yeah. it's not funny. Shout you having your tuna funny. baguette, you pussy old. 23 funny. hour bag up, ha ha, and ha. <laughs> um, let's swiftly move on, yeah. yeah. What did you feel like? Is Did you feel like it was ever going to get into music? Uh, No, I got into music to get out of trouble. Okay. Yeah, I got into music to get out of trouble and I, I enjoyed it, so I stayed. 
Mm. Um, now that I'm 15 years in though, um, mad saying that. Yeah, know. yeah, I was 15 when I started, and I'm 15 years in, and I, I'm I'm now like, hang on a minute, you've been in music for 15 years, like, yeah. how did this happen? Mm. Um, and what did you actually want to do, and do you want to do it now? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm having those thoughts now, because um, I think there's only so long that you can care about, you know, is so and so gonna go number one this week mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. you start to care about other things? Yeah. So wasn't conscious that I got into music as I've got older and I've understood myself more my background and where I've come from now I understand why Mm. I have such an affiliation with music but it wasn't a conscious thing though do you feel like as if because obviously you've gone through the generations Mm. of everything Mm. and your generation I always say respectfully that you guys were the main grafters that if you got to those places and those positions it was deserved you feel me and now it's kind of like if you're a bit lit online, then you can easily walk your way into or black your way into certain positions and places. Do you, how have you been able to mold with those different types of generations? Do you know what's interesting? Like, I think we, we, we kind of are dismissive of the generations after me um, as a society because we say they have had it easy. Mm. So me and Julie, for example, when we came up and we was on Rinse, like we had to record our demo on GarageBand mm-hmm. and edit in the music and email it in to Rinse. Like we had blog spots. Yeah. We had to do the HTML ourselves. We had to take the pictures ourselves, get Photoshop, learn to edit it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Everything we had to learn and do ourselves. But then the generations after us, like you can create a blog from your phone. Mm-hmm. You could take the picture on your phone. You could record the radio show on your phone. Mm-hmm. Everything is at, at your hand technology has just moved on but because of that society are quite dismissive of that generation of people as though they haven't worked for it or they haven't grafted for it but mm-hmm. even to be a tiktok or for example i went on tiktok the other day i don't know my way around it i'm like this like what oh you created an account that yeah i created an account is it? but you gotta remember that like, i'm a market manager it's my job to know yeah, what all these to, things yeah, are yeah, yeah, but yeah. that but but i still Look at it and I'm like, because just last week it was Triller. The week before that it was Snapchat. The week before that it was Instagram. It's like, my guy, I can't keep up. And I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where I've got a team of people who will know how to work TikTok and know how to work Instagram and know how to work these things. But I also still have that thing in me, that old school thing of I want to know how it's done. So like, I will download it and I'll look at it and I'll be like, Oh my God, to know how to do this yeah, is yeah, long. Yeah, yeah. Keeping up with all these effects, keeping up with all of these themes, keeping up with all these latest trends, it's a job in itself. Facts. And I have influencer friends who they're constant with it. Mm. You can't, they can't get in my car without snapping or TikToking or Swear. Insta storying. Yeah. We get to a restaurant outside, picture. We get inside, picture of the cocktail, mm. picture of the food. We leave, another one. Get in a car, another one. Get to the event, another one. They get in bed, good night. <laughs> you're laughing but this is real but they make berets they got savage Fenty deals through the roof okay. and I sit there and I'm like what see if I just ch- 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 yeah. what the knocking and they're yeah, like on. yeah like they're like yeah you can definitely and I think mm. have you have you watched Blue Therapy recently no I haven't I've seen a lot of hype about it I've put it aside for when I go on holiday I'm gonna watch the whole thing I can't okay. wait okay so the plan is this year since you've just said this and shout out Taser last time or last episode for the influence um I'm going to make up a fake YouTube couple still. Yeah. We need to get to this bread. I think there's shortcuts in this thing. And from what you're telling me, <laughs> there's money My to guy. be made. <laughs> money. No, I respect it. Yo. <laughs> it's, yeah, we go talk when these mics come off. <laughs> it's mad. Like, it's so much money to be made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. But um, going back towards work as well, I mean, the main thing is this. is like, how do you separate yourself as Cyan Anderson the marketing manager at work, Cyan Anderson, the presenter, and then Cyan Anderson, the mother? Because I understand that the the industry that I work in is an entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. So in everything I do, the question is, are you not entertained? Mm. In everything that happens, the question is, are you not entertained? When I step into that world, I understand it's all about entertainment. So it's all about being the best version of yourself, Mm -hmm. putting your best foot forward, being entertaining. Mm. At home, none of that stuff happens. It, my house is not about entertainment, my guy. Like, me raising my son, it's not about entertainment. Like, this is a serious responsibility. 
what I have right there, like how I behave in my house, who comes in my house, who I see in my house, like all of that, it's very, very serious stuff in it. So there is no blurred line yeah, at yeah. all whatsoever. Right. Like that there is my job and I do what I need to do and I'm entertaining enough to facilitate that. Mm. At home, there's none of it. Like my son knows like moral compass level, this is what we're doing today. Like, and that's everything, like that's mm. everything. Like moral compass level, this is how we behave in this house. This is how we behave in and around this house. Like, and you'll see it in in what I do, for example, like like I was saying about my Instagram, like I'm not gonna go and take sexy pictures for the gram mm-hmm. because my son's gonna go on the gram and he's gonna see it. Yeah, so be accountable for it. And I have to be accountable yeah, for yeah. it. So it's like on a entertainment level for the industry, mm-hmm. oh my god, I'm pretty sure they would love to see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I would get so many jobs mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I'd put my body on the gram. Yeah. But inside my house. I have to be held accountable for that. My son's going to have to say, why is your body on the gram? Mm. So should I put my body on the gram or should I look up to girls whose bodies on the gram? And it's like, no, you don't actually have to. Mm. Yes, you can. You definitely can. Mm. And hold tight those who do Mm -hmm. because I fully respect it also. Mm -hmm. But in this here house, that's not what we're going to do. So I have to understand that that over there is the entertainment industry, but I also have to have a cap on how far I'm prepared to go to entertain you. Mm. And I'm good at my job. I'm, that's insane enough. Facts. <laughs> as Facts. far as I'm concerned, you can listen to my radio show and you can Facts. bust two, two laughs, two, two jokes. Mm-hmm. You forget about all the horrible things that's going on in your in your world and done. Mm-hmm. My job as a marketing manager, the artists that I look after, if you want to skin out, skin out. It's entertainment enough. But if your audience is not my five-year-old child yeah. and it's like what Cardi B was saying, like as the parent, you control what your child feeds into, what your child looks at, what your child listens to, etc. It's not her job to do that. Yeah. But me... I let my child have access to the internet. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to allow you to have access to the internet where you could stumble upon me skin out yeah, yeah, and yeah, be yeah. like, in the house, you're not skin out. That's all yeah, you do. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it literally is just a moral compass thing. That's the entertainment industry. This is my real life. Mm-hmm. I have to always remember where I'm capping. See what I did there? Where Bars. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> where I'm capping the mm-hmm. entertainment so that it doesn't actually seep into the people in my real life going, huh? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it happens. Like even like people, sometimes I see things about me or I hear things about me mm. and people in my real life are like, they don't even bring it up, they don't yeah, even pay attention yeah, to it because yeah. in real life, we know who you are, we know what you're about, we know what you're really on. Anything that happens that people say about you in the entertainment industry, that's for them over there. Yeah, this is yeah. not over here. Facts. Um, I think the best way to summarise this is shout out Jelly, first and foremost. Mm. But most importantly, big up the Elijah Hive. Every single time. One time for the Elijah Hive. This is going to become a thing now, isn't it? Facts. There's actually like a small, small little petition like on Instagram to get him his own Instagram page. Um, I, I think let's the make aunties, him a bit older. And, yeah, yeah, the aunties yeah. have asked. Or if that is the case, then we make it a private page well, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But Elijah Hive, we're going on and strong, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, overall, I mean, before we do wrap up, I think I speak for everyone of like the young creatives as I say, thank you for like you being you and also as well as well like nah man you, you're G-Dub you can't be doing that <laughs> tough right you tough right <laughs> um, but to say a big thank you because not only like myself but there's been so many people that you continue to touch and just help inspire and motivate and it was for people like yourself people like Julie that had to pave the way and most importantly is you getting the thank yous and the respect and the accolade you deserve. Jeez. So, yeah, man. More Thank money. You. More Edit. money, more man. Money. You, know the, you, know, you know the vibes. <laughs> hey, I want to bring more bread. <laughs> but no, seriously, thank you. No, Diane, thank you thank for you having so me. so much, man. It was a nice chat. Very good chat. Yeah. This is mad, you know. <laughs> this is proper mad. This, Full this, circle, This is it? my <laughs> dog, you know. What? Is you fucking crazy? South London crew. Come on, man. You know the vibes. Um... Before we do finish uh, days, man, of the radio show as well, how everyone can lock into. Yeah, man. Um, Friday, Saturday, 4 to 7, BBC Radio 1 Extra. And Mondays, 9 to 11, if you want just like mixing, a bit of dance, a bit of house, mm. some grime, a little bit of drill. And by the cookbook, Sign and Her Son is out on the 28th of June. Jeez. Hey, we've done it again, man. No cap in another episode. Is you fucking crazy? Shout out my mum every single time. Done though. Free bricks and Jim Jones.